Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we are going through Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, so let's get it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. There we go. There it is. That is such a popular verse. And that is what we're talking about today. The two things that really stood out to me are three things, really. Trust, leaning on God. And then from that, I got leaning on others. And let me tell you why. The first thing is trust, though. And these are just some side thoughts on trust. I don't have a lot of specific information about trust. Like I can't define trust for you. I can't do a lot, but it's strange to me how trust develops, especially when you think about sales and building rapport. Like you can kind of constructively build trust or like consistently build trust when you like have things in common with people. You smile at people, you make them feel loved, all these good things. Those things build trust, but eventually it gets to a point where you just have to trust somebody. And I feel like when it comes to Christianity, when it comes to following God, this is like that step of faith where it's like, okay, I've built a relationship with you. I know that you love me. I know that you have decent character. I know that you are in general a good person, but now it comes to trust you because I am, it comes time to trust you because I'm actually risking something. Something is on the line for me. And that something can be money. It can be your food, it can be your water, it can be your family, it can be your safety, it can be your protection, it can be your feelings. All of these things, things that you hold close and dear to you, a lot of the times we don't have to put them on the line with people and 99% of the time we don't put them on the line with God. And so trust just hits deep, hits different because trust puts you in a vulnerable position. But vulnerable doesn't necessarily mean weak, it just means vulnerable. And this is what trust is in my head because I can tell anybody anything about me, but if I would tell anybody anything about me, telling somebody something about me isn't necessarily special. And so where vulnerability and trust comes in play for me is when I give you the ability to hurt me, when I let myself feel for you. And when that happens, you know, with emotions, things can get messy, I can be hurt. And for a lot of things in my life, they don't really phase me because frankly, they're not important enough. But when I give you the opportunity to hurt me, the opportunity to sway my emotional state on any given day, and not to say I act off of that swayed emotional state, but when I um, am affected emotionally. Like, you know, you may make me temporarily happy, temporarily sad, but when it's like I am stewing over something that happened between us, I would say that's when I've gotten to that vulnerable place with you. That's when I've started to trust you because we have intertwined our lives together. And it is um, more beneficial for me to trust you because you play such a big part in my life. And there are a few people that do that. And I think there are a few people that do that around the world for each other. Everybody has their really tight-knit, close circle. Um, I think another place trust shows up is in the business world because money's involved, but even in the business world, you're still outside that tight circle. So it's like you can have a business deal go bad and people aren't really affected emotionally as you should not be because it's just money. It's not your time. It's not your life. It's simply money. 
simply business. So you shouldn't be affected emotionally, but people can still get affected emotionally in business because there's trust, there's vulnerability, there's also insecurity, which is why I say trust isn't necessarily a vulnerable or a um, weak thing. It doesn't come from a position of weakness. You can have strong vulnerability, which is really interesting. I would say when Jesus went to the cross, it was a form of strong vulnerability. Like he laid it bare out for everybody to see. He struggled on the cross, let this cup pass before me. I believe that was a form of struggle and um, felt all of his human things on the cross, but also was obedient to God and walked with the Father and with the Spirit, right? So um, what I really like about this trusting is that it puts you in a place where you're vulnerable it means things are on the line and it's not just I trust you with my birthday I trust you with this I trust you with that it's like no there are stakes to this and yeah we've built some rapport we've built some good intentions we see that we have good character we see that we're generally reliable people but the time to trust comes when things are on the line that's what I want to say about trust and that's what I want to share with you guys about how I feel vulnerable, how I trust people, which comes to the fact of trusting the Lord with all your heart, which is crazy. Because I said there are some stakes on the line, but this is talking about all the stakes, all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. What did I also say about trust? I said that trust is built with that like rapport. Like you have good interactions, they're there for you, they show up for you, they're consistent, they're reliable, you start to trust their character, you trust their judgment, because you see it in other situations, and then it comes time to trust them with some stakes. So there's some understanding in the beginning, and that builds trust, and then it comes time to actually trust them where there are stakes on the line. Not all the stakes, but some stakes. Stakes enough to get you to an emotional um, point of pain, right? But in verse five, it's saying, trust in the Lord with all your heart. So not some stakes, all the stakes. And then it says, and do not lean on your own understanding. So he's like, all that stuff about understanding somebody's character, understanding their intentions, understanding all of um, who they are and the stuff they do and what they think and how they feel, all that understanding, throw it out the window. Don't lean on it. Raise the stakes and don't lean on any of the precursor that typically comes with stakes. Forget all the understanding and just trust. And what I really love about this verse is that I think that this trust in the Lord with all your heart, do not lean on your own understanding, extends to the people that God puts in your life. So not only are you leaning on God and God's understanding, but you're leaning on the understanding that God has given others. We're called to bear one another's burdens. And I think when it's talking about trust in the Lord with all your heart, also saying trust that he's calling you to love trust that he's calling you to these promises trust you that he's calling you to bear burdens with one another trust you that he's calling you to community trust 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 and when you don't understand it don't lean on that forget that understanding just trust the lord even if you don't know everything about him you may have some misconceptions about the lord like in the stewardship parable the wicked servant thought some weird things about his master so he was acting in accordance with those incorrect thoughts well, we act in accordance with incorrect thoughts every day. And the Bible is saying, trust in the Lord and forget all those incorrect thoughts. Forget your understanding. Where has this shown up in my life? I would say massive action despite fear. And that really just is what it is. Like starting the podcast when I don't understand kind of what's going to work out. I would say done being better than perfect, which is funny because I talked about this in a negative way on the last podcast, but done being better than perfect is a way that I would say 
I trust in the Lord with all my heart and I don't lean on my own understanding. Because my own understanding might be an understanding where I am insecure and it may be an understanding where I want to please people. And when that happens, it's really hard to get things done. So you forget your understanding. You get things done because that's what you're called to do. Always applying who, not how to my life. I talked about bearing burdens. I always go first to how can I help other people and how can I incentivize other people to win with me? I'm not trying to win by myself. I'm trying to win with other people. So what do they want? How can I help them get there? And how can I benefit along the way? So it's a win-win-win. Those are the three ways it's shown up in my life. Massive action despite fear. Done being better than perfect. And always applying who, not how as a concept to my life. Where do I want it to show up in my life? Instead of bearing burdens with people selfishly, I want to be less selfish in how I bear burdens with people and I want to increase my patience. And when I talk about selfishly bearing burdens with people, when I seek to understand, I jump to conclusions. So I'll be asking people questions, and I'll be like, yeah, the problem in your life is money, so let's solve that problem. But they may be dealing with an emotional issue, right? They may be dealing with a family issue. They may be dealing with a friend issue. They may be dealing with an insecurity issue. And so they have all these issues, and I'm like, if you had money, and you didn't care about other people's opinions, 99% of your problems would be solved. And if that's the case, you'd live a much happier life. And I know those two things. I'm like, you get to financial freedom and you stop caring about other people's opinions, you'll be, you'll be generally fine, right? But that's not where they are at right now. They're not like, let me increase my income. They're like, ooh, let me preserve my relationship with my friend. And that's okay. I need to meet them where they are and show them how doing these things or being this person can do that for them. So take what they want and get them on the path to get there. And maybe it's not making more money right now. Maybe they don't need to make more money for 10 years, right? Maybe they need to learn how to communicate better. Or maybe they need to learn how to drop expectations, whatever it may be. I listen very selfishly. I listen with a biased ear. And I don't know if you can ever completely get rid of that bias, but I would want to stop jumping to conclusions. And I think that happens by increasing my patience or just doing more patient things. Like it's not necessarily that I need to be a more patient person. It's that I need to do what a patient person does and then I will become a more patient person. But also, I feel like a lot of the stress and the pressure comes from my own financial situation, it comes from my own dreams and goals, the pressure I put on myself. And so really it's dealing with my own expectations of myself and dropping those. That's where I want this to show up in my life because I have an understanding of how the world works, what my calling is and what I'm supposed to do every day. And what I'm called to do here is not lean on my own understanding, but trust in the Lord. So if the Lord has me in a moment where I'm helping somebody with a relationship issue or a friendship issue, I need to trust that God put me there for a reason. I need to lean not on my own understanding. I need to help that person and serve that person with the eyes of God and the ears of God as well. Finally, how can you guys apply this to your life? I would say take some action today that you're afraid of taking and you are pretty sure that it will have a net positive impact to the best of your knowledge on the people around you, on society. So take an action that you're afraid to take, but make sure that this action, to the best of your knowledge, will have a net positive impact on the people around you and the society around you. Go do that because God called us to serve. So go serve somebody and go serve somebody in a way that you're scared to because when we move out of fear, we move towards perfect love. That's what you guys can do to apply this to your life today, lean not on your own understanding. Right now you understand the world from a lens of fear. Move out of that fear and move towards perfect love and it'll be good for you.
<laughs> because, um, oh, well, I guess it doesn't talk about the benefits in verse five, but in six, cheater for next um, podcast, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So if you don't lean on your own understanding and you lean on God's understanding, your paths will be straight because you will have acknowledged him in all your ways. So there we go. That's all we got for you guys today. Thanks for watching. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.